leadership qualities of Deborah and Jail. Bishalich, when he let go. April 2, 2023. 13th of the 11th moon, 5783. Torah, Exodus 13, 17, 15, 26. Haftarah, Judges 4, 4, 531. In this episode, long, 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 long ago, in the land of milk and honey, bee and mountain goat providing a delicious meal, combined to defeat the enemy of the people. And so, I give you a lovely welcome to Parashat Bishalach, when he let go. You see, Pharaoh has been forced to let the Israelites go, and the people have witnessed how powerful the Mighty One is. That was or is the easy part. Now however, begins the difficult part as the Mighty One has to show to the Israelites his own method of governing without which they would not stay with him and build up the kingdom he plans for them. It is a mirror of these leadership qualities as found in Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lapidoth, a judge or ruler in Israel at that time and Jael, the wife of Heber, that I shall be speaking about this week. And as this is a very deliciously prepared meal, let us dive in. In the verses you are about to hear, three important leadership qualities are shown to us by the Mighty One. These verse also immediately introduce us to the characters of Bee and Mountain Goat whose full names you will soon come to know. Let me start at the beginning. Firstly, the Mighty One showed that he is compassionate, and concerned for their security. As the people were leaving Egypt, he did not take them through the short road because the Egyptians had plenty of army garrisons along that road. If he had taken them through the short road, they would have had to start fighting immediately and would become afraid, so he took them through a roundabout road. And now, I shall introduce you to Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lapidoth, a judge or ruler in Israel at a time in the land of milk and honey when the Israelites were been oppressed by the Canaanites. Fun fact, the name Deborah means bee and as you know, bees make honey. Now you have been introduced to bee, you should also know that like the Mighty One had done earlier, she was compassionate with Barak the Israelite army commander who was afraid to go to fight the Canaanites by himself and agreed to go with him to the war. Exodus chapter 13 verse 17 to verse 18. Then when Pharaoh sent the people away, the Mighty One did not lead them by the route to the land of the Philistines even though that was shorter, for the Mighty One said, the people will regret leaving when they see war and then turn back towards Egypt. So, the Mighty One led the people by the desert route of the Red Sea, and the children of Israel went up armed for battle out of the land of Egypt. End of quote. In the Haftarah portion for reading this week, Deborah the prophetess and judge shows compassion and concern for Barak the army commander. Judges chapter 4 verse 4 to verse 9. And Deborah, a prophetess, the woman of Lapidoth, she judged Israel at that time. And she lived under the palm tree of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in Mount Ephraim, and the children of Israel came up to her for judgment. And she sent and called Barak the son of Abinoam out of Kadesh Naphtali and said to him, Has not Yahweh the mighty one of Israel commanded saying, Go and draw toward Mount Tabor, and take with you ten thousand men from the children of Naphtali and from the children of Zebulun? And I will draw to you, to the Kishon river, Sisera, the captain of Jabin's army, with his chariots and his multitude, and I will deliver him into your hand. Then Barak replied to her, If you will go with me, 
then I will go, but if you will not go with me, then I will not go. And she replied, I will certainly go with you, however, the journey that you take will not be for your honor, because Yahweh will sell Sisera into the hand of a woman. So Deborah got up and went with Barak to Kadesh. End of quote. Secondly, Moses who has been learning from the Mighty One made sure to keep the agreement the brothers of Joseph made with him when they first came to live in Egypt. They agreed that they would carry his bones out of Egypt whenever the Mighty One who is a keeper of agreements, was taking them away from Egypt to the land of milk and honey. Once more and in a very quick manner, we are introduced to the leadership quality of Jael, the wife of Heber, the Kenite. Fun fact, the name Jael means mountain goat, and goats produce milk. And back to what Jael did in the land of milk and honey, she killed Sisera the captain of Jabin's army woe was oppressing the Israelites. How did she do this? Listen carefully to the reading which you are about to hear and here are some things you need to know about Jael. As you have heard, she was the wife of Heber. Now Heber is or was an in-law to Moses. Unlike Moses, he failed to keep the agreement his people made with Israel and became a spy for King Jabin. In killing Sisera who was running away from the fight, Jael acted on the agreement the tribe of Heber had made with Israel and showed her leadership quality. This is the end of this historical record. Exodus chapter 13 verse 19 Moses also took the bones of Joseph with him, for he had made the children of Israel pledge saying, The Mighty One will certainly visit you and you will carry up my bones out of this place with you. End of quote. In the half-Arab portion for reading this week, Jael, wife of Heber, kept the agreement Heber's tribe had made with Israel. Exodus chapter 18 verse 5. Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, came with his sons and his wife to Moses into the wilderness where he was encamped, at the mountain of the Mighty One. Numbers chapter 10 verse 29 to verse 32. Moses said to Hobab, the son of Ruel the Midianite, Moses' father-in-law, we are journeying to the place of which Yahweh said, I will give it to you. Come with us, and we will treat you well, for Yahweh has spoken good concerning Israel. He said to him, I will not go, but I will depart to my own land, and to my relatives. He said, Don't leave us, please, because you know how we are to encamp in the wilderness, and you can be our eyes. It shall be, if you go with us, yes, it shall be, that whatever good Yahweh does to us, we will do the same to you. Judges chapter 4 verse 17 to verse 22. But Sisera escaped on his feet to the tent of Jael, the wife of Heber, the Kenite, for there was peace between Jabin the king of Hazer and the house of Heber the Kenite. And Jael went out to meet Sisera and said to him, Turn in my master, turn in to me, fear not. And when he had turned into her into the tent, she covered him with a blanket. And he said to her, Give me I ask you, a little water to drink because I am thirsty. And she opened a bottle of milk and gave him drink, and covered him. Again, he said to her, Stand in the door of the tent and it will be, when anyone does come and inquire of you and asks, Is there anyone here? That you will say, No. Then Jael, Heber's wife, took a nail from the tent, and took a hammer in her hand, and went softly to him, and drove the nail into his temples, and fastened it into the ground, for he was fast asleep and weary, 
and so he died. And see, as Barak pursued Sisera, Jael came out to meet him and said to him, Come and I will show you the man who you seek. And when he came into her tent, look, Sisera was fallen dead and the nail was in his temples. End of quote. The action Jael took against Sisera reminds me about another wise woman with leadership qualities by name Abigail wife of Nabal whose name means a fool. Like Heber who did not honor or have respect for the alliance his tribe had entered into with Israel, Nabal did not have honor or respect for the unwritten alliance he and his men had entered into with David who was on the run from persecution by King Saul. It took the wisdom of his wife Abigail to prevent David from shedding his blood and the blood of every male in his household. You may read the story about David, Abigail, and Nablat in the first book of Samuel chapter 25. Let us continue with some other important details in this historical record. Thirdly, the Mighty One directed the people on the way they should go by leading them from the front. He did not hide in the middle of the people or run to their back for cover, but led them from the front as they followed. Like the Mighty One, Deborah also led the battle against the forces of King Jabin from the front. Exodus chapter 13 verse 20 to verse 22. Then they took their journey from Sukkah and encamped in Etham, by the edge of the desert. Yahweh went before them by day in a pillar of cloud mass to lead them on the journey, and by night in a pillar of supernatural fire, to give them light to go by day and night. He did not take away the pillar of cloud mass by day, nor the pillar of supernatural fire by night from in front of the people. End of quote. Deborah the judge, just like the mighty one, leads from the front. Judges chapter 4 verse 9 to verse 15. She said, I will surely go with you, however, the journey that you take shall not be for your honor, for Yahweh will sell Sisera into the hand of a woman. Deborah arose, and went with Barak to Kadesh. Barak called Zebulun and Naphtali together to Kadesh, and there went up ten thousand men at his feet, and Deborah went up with him. Now Heber the Kenite had separated himself from the Kenites, even from the children of Hobab the brother-in-law of Moses, and had pitched his tent as far as the oak in Zananim, which is by Kadesh. They told Sisera that Barak the son of Abinoam was gone up to Mount Tabor. Sisera gathered together all his chariots, even nine hundred chariots of iron, and all the people who were with him, from Harosheth of the Gentiles, to the river Kishon. Deborah said to Barak, Go, for this is the day in which Yahweh has delivered Sisera into your hand. Hasn't Yahweh gone out before you? So Barak went down from Mount Tabor, and ten thousand men after him. Yahweh confused Sisera, and all his chariots, and all his army, with the edge of the sword before Barak, and Sisera came down from his chariot, and fled away on his feet. End of quote. Strategy and tactics are tools used by the Mighty One to protect his people. Just as the Mighty One instructed Moses to camp in the wilderness so that Pharaoh would chase after them with all his forces, Deborah instructed Barak on what to do so that King Jabin would send out his forces after the army of Israel. Exodus chapter 14 verse 1 to verse 4. Then Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Say to the Israelites that they should turn and camp before Pihahiroth, between Migdal and the sea, before Baal Zephon. You are to camp by the sea opposite Pihahiroth. Pharaoh will say about the Israelites, they are wandering in the land. 
the wilderness has closed in on them. I will harden Pharaoh's heart, and he will pursue them. I will get honor because of Pharaoh and all his army. The Egyptians will know that I am Yahweh. So the Israelites camped as they were instructed. Judges chapter 4 from verse 6 to verse 7. She sent for Barak son of Abinoam from Kadesh in Naphtali. She said to him, Yahweh, the mighty one of Israel, commands you, go to Mount Tabor, and take with you ten thousand men from Naphtali and Zebulun. I will draw out Zisira, the commander of Jabin's army, to meet you by the Kishon river, with his chariots and his army, and I will give you victory over him. End of quote. In the next couple of verses from the book of Exodus and the book of Judges, you will hear that the tactics employed by the mighty one and copied by Deborah worked perfectly. Pharaoh and his army were convinced to pursue the Israelites and Sisera and his army were called out to fight against the army of Israel led by Barak. Exodus chapter 14 verse 5 to verse 8. When the king of Egypt was told that the Israelites had fled, the minds of Pharaoh and his servants turned against the people. They said, What have we done? We have released Israel from serving us. Then Pharaoh got his chariots ready and took his army with him. He took six hundred chosen chariots and all the other chariots of Egypt, with officers on all of them. Yahweh hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and the king pursued the Israelites. Now the Israelites had gone away in triumph. Judges chapter 4 from verse 11 to verse 13. Now Heber, the Kenite, had separated himself from the Kenites they were the descendants of Hobab, Moses' father-in-law, and he pitched his tent by the oak in Zananim near Kadesh. When they told Sisera that Barak son of Abinoam had gone up to Mount Tabor, Sisera called out all his chariots, nine hundred iron chariots, and all the soldiers who were with him, from Harosheth Hagoyim to the Kishon River. End of quote. Fighting for the people is yet another quality of good leadership. You will see this quality in action as the Mighty One leads the people away from Egypt. On sighting the pursuing army of Pharaoh, Moses encourages the people with words to the effect that the Mighty One would fight for them. This is also or even exactly what Deborah did when Barak and the men with him saw Caesar approaching with his chariots and men. Exodus chapter 14 verse 9 to verse 14 but the Egyptians pursued them, together with all his horses and chariots, his horsemen, and his army. They overtook the Israelites camping by the sea beside Pi-Hahiroth, before Baal-Zephon. When Pharaoh came close, the Israelites looked up and were surprised. The Egyptians were marching after them, and they were terrified. The Israelites cried out to Yahweh. They said to Moses, Is it because there were no graves in Egypt? that you have taken us away to die in the wilderness. Why have you treated us like this, bringing us out of Egypt? Is this not what we told you in Egypt? We said to you, leave us alone, so we can work for the Egyptians. It would have been better for us to work for them than to die in the wilderness. Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still and see the rescue that Yahweh will provide for you today. For you will never see again the Egyptians whom you see today. Yahweh will fight for you, and you will only have to stand still. Judges chapter 4 from verse 12 to verse 14. When they told Sisera that Barak son of Abinoam had gone up to Mount Tabor, Sisera called out all his chariots, 
900 iron chariots, and all the soldiers who were with him, from Harosheth Hagoyim to the Kishon River. Deborah said to Barak, Go. For this is the day in which Yahweh has given you victory over Sisera. Is not Yahweh leading you? So Barak went down from Mount Tabor with 10,000 men following him. End of quote. Saving the people is the final, though not limited to only these, leadership quality I shall be speaking about in this episode. While the people had witnessed the great power and might of Yahweh in Egypt, this is the first time they would observe it outside of Egypt. This display of his greatness would prove to the people that he is capable of saving them whether in Egypt or outside Egypt. His power is not limited by region or geography. Yahweh is master of all the earth. It is on this same power that Deborah relied on for the saving of Israel at the time when she ruled. Exodus chapter 14 verse 15 to verse 31. Then Yahweh said to Moses, Why are you, Moses, continuing to call out to me? Tell the Israelites to go forward. Lift up your staff, reach out with your hand over the sea and divide it in two, so that the people of Israel may go through the sea on dry ground. Be aware that I will harden the Egyptians' hearts so they will go after them. I will get honor because of Pharaoh and all his army, his chariots, and his horsemen. Then the Egyptians will know that I am Yahweh when I have gotten honor because of Pharaoh, his chariots, and his horsemen. The messenger of the Mighty One, who went before the Israelites, moved and went behind them. The pillar of cloud moved from before them and went to stand behind them. The cloud came between the camp of Egypt and the camp of Israel. It was a dark cloud to the Egyptians, but it lit the night for the Israelites, so one side did not come near the other all night. Moses reached out with his hand over the sea. Yahweh drove the sea back by a strong east wind all that night and made the sea into dry land. In this way the waters were divided. The Israelites went into the middle of the sea on dry ground. The waters formed a wall for them on their right hand and on their left. The Egyptians pursued them. They went after them into the middle of the sea all Pharaoh's horses, chariots, and horsemen. But in the early morning hours, Yahweh looked down on the Egyptian army through the pillar of fire and cloud. He caused panic among the Egyptians. Their chariot wheels were clogged, and the horsemen drove with difficulty. So the Egyptians said, Let us flee from Israel, for Yahweh is fighting for them against us. Yahweh said to Moses, Reach out with your hand over the sea so that the waters may come back onto the Egyptians, their chariots, and their horsemen. So Moses reached out with his hand over the sea, and it returned to its normal course when the morning appeared. The Egyptians fled into the sea, and Yahweh drove the Egyptians into the middle of it. The waters came back and covered Pharaoh's chariots, horsemen, and his entire army that had followed the chariots into the sea. No one survived. However, the Israelites walked on dry land in the middle of the sea. The waters were a wall for them on their right hand and on their left. So Yahweh saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians, and Israel saw dead Egyptians on the seashore. When Israel saw the great power that Yahweh used against the Egyptians, the people honored Yahweh, and they trusted in Yahweh and in his servant Moses. Judges chapter 4 from verse 15 to verse 24. Yahweh confused Sisera and all his chariots and all his army with the edge of the sword. And Sisera got down from his chariot and ran away on foot. 
but Barak pursued the chariots and the army to Harosheth Hagoyim, and the whole army of Sisera was killed by the edge of the sword, and not a man survived. But Sisera ran away on foot to the tent of Jael, the wife of Heber the Kenite, for there was peace between Jabin the king of Hazer and the family of Heber the Kenite. Jael went out to meet Sisera and said to him, Turn aside, my master, turn aside to me and do not be afraid. So he turned aside to her and came into her tent, and she covered him with a blanket. He said to her, Please give me a little water to drink, for I am thirsty. She opened a leather bag of milk and gave him drink, and then she covered him up again. He said to her, Stand at the opening of the tent. If someone comes and asks you, Is anyone here, say no. Dot. Then Jael, the wife of Heber, took a tent peg and a hammer in her hand and went in secretly to him, for he was in a deep sleep, and she hammered the tent peg into the side of his head until it went down into the ground, and he died. As Barak was pursuing Sisera, Jael went out to meet him and said to him, Come, I will show you the man you are looking for. So he went in with her, and there lay Sisera dead, with the tent peg in the side of his head. So on that day the mighty one defeated Jabin, the king of Canaan, before the people of Israel. The might of the people of Israel grew stronger and stronger against Jabin the king of Canaan, until they destroyed him. End of quote. My name is Orlerly Erihadite Micaiah, and by the power of the Spirit of the Mighty One, through Yahashua Messiah sharing with you things about the way of Yahweh which I follow. Each episode of the Assembly of Yahweh Natsreah podcast will offer opportunities to learn from the scripture and connect with the original sense and purpose practiced by the earliest followers of Yahashua Messiah since around year 30 in our common era, on the delightsomely beautiful narrow and difficult way, the Sovereign's Highway, that leads to eternal life. Thank you for listening. This digital media is produced by DM10 Enterprise, for Assembly of Yahweh Natsreah.